Hi, I'm Antrell. I'm a mom, a wife, a working professional, entrepreneur, and most of all, I'm an everyday person just like you. I created the Smooches Podcast to help empower, inspire, and to help you discover your true authentic self through storytelling and laughter. So let's get inspired and laugh. Please connect with me through Instagram at Smooches Podcast and through email smoochespodcast at gmail.com. Tell a friend, rate, subscribe, and if you're ready, let's have a good time. Smooches! Welcome to Smooches Podcast. I'm your host, Antrell. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, beautiful people, for joining me on the podcast. Like I mentioned in the last podcast episode, I have a special guest. And me and my special guest, we did a little ghost searching, ghost adventure hunt, if you will. And it was really, really exciting, really fun. Got to find out some new spooky history that I never even know of that was right in my backyard. I had so much fun doing this. I think you really would enjoy uh, listening to this podcast episode if you like Halloween and anything dealing with spooky stories. Me and my special guest also shared some spooky stories as well. And if you're ready, grab some popcorn, grab a snack, sit back, relax, listen, and let's get into the podcast. Smooches! Hello, 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 my special guest. How are you? Hello. Oh, good. Enjoying okay. this nice change of weather. Exactly. Me too. I'm kind of happy for it a little and a little I'm not because I think it came on a little too setting, but, you know. We knew it was coming. That's true. <laughs> what, where we live, we got to know it's coming, right? Yeah, tomorrow we may have 100-degree weather, then the next day maybe below zero. <laughs> so true. So true. So our favorite time of the month is here. And everybody, just in case you didn't know, this is my special guest. This is my sister, Andrine, and she's on the podcast with me. And we are going to be talking about all things spooky. Um, and this particular week, we're going to be talking about a few places that we had an opportunity to venture out to, which was so fun. Um, I've never really done a ghost hunt of a sort. Um, so it was kind of fun to go out and just explore different places that we had um thought might have some history, some spooky history to it, maybe not any paranormal activity while we were there, or maybe it, you know, depends. We can talk about it between me and you, our experience and what we felt like um, going to visit some of these places. So, all right, we can do that. So, our first place we went to, well, what kind of, I don't really know if this place is 
um, haunted or anything like that. But we went to check out the Masonic Temple in Cleveland, Ohio. And this uh, particular podcast, um, the stories and the ghost searches we did are located in Ohio, um, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Or some out of Cleveland. But we still had an opportunity to go and visit them. And we're going to basically be talking about our Ohio-based um, history, haunted history places. So the first place we went to was the Masonic Temple. And so <clears throat> the building is massive, right? This is located in Cleveland, Ohio. The building is massive. And I don't think it's still operating the last I checked. Um but when we went to go and just to check it out, uh, it still was a nice structure. The, the place is massive. The building is massive. And, like, when I had an opportunity to peek through some of the windows and things like that, you know, they looked they had windows, some windows open, like they were keeping the air circulating through the place. And, you know, things were probably – just not working at this moment. I, the last I think I researched is that they sold it to a private um, investor. So I think it is going going to be something else. I'm not sure. But this building um, hosted uh, the Cleveland Orchestra um, before they went to, what is that? Uh, what, what is that building that they're in right now? The Cleveland Yeah. Do you know the name of it? No. Okay. That's. <laughs> 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 Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm going to find out what it is. But anywho, <laughs> um, the Cleveland Orchestra used to play at um the Masonic Temple, so they played there a lot. Um, a lot of the arts um were um groups or whatever performances were held there and um it was known for a building of the arts nothing really more that we found out it's just so huge it just looks a little creepy just a little bit um so i did i was able to take some pictures um and of course just tell them <laughs> what you think that you saw on the um the picture um so I think I saw orbs on one of her close-up pictures, but she tells me that it's not. So it's kind of debatable. She said it wasn't, but I really truly believe that it was. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to post some of these pictures on the um, on my Instagram for the podcast, and you guys can determine what you she thinks she saw. And I think it was just a dirty <laughs> a dirty window, a dirty window. So nothing more. Just trying to scare me, freak me out, like she did on the last podcast, saying that the last Halloween one we did, where she said, "Did you hear that?" Just like to freak me out. I believe it's I not freaking that. you out if it's true. I heard something. <laughs> I heard knocking. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Mhm. Okay, so so where the Cleveland Orchestra plays is the Severance Hall, right? I think it's the Severance Hall. Okay. Now you're gonna, I think it's the Severance Hall. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a severance hall. I just looked it up. Okay. So that's all that we really seen uh we seen at the um Masonic Temple. So nothing really um much to talk about there. It was just a huge massive building and it's just really like it's so empty now that and you know, the the location. I was trying to get a vibe of the location um, and where it's located. Uh, like the surrounding buildings, you can just really tell that it's like a lot of old history just in that area with the older buildings, and they look really historical. So um, just trying to get a vibe of that area so you know that a lot of the buildings uh, that are surrounding this particular building, there's some new modern buildings, but then – you have some of the older ones that are still there and preserved. So I guess it sits with the environment, but you just got to believe, like, it's just some haunted history all in that area. You just don't even know. So we might have to explore that <laughs> a little bit further, you know? Well, yeah. No, I definitely think yeah. we should. I think so. So the next place we went to was the Franklin Castle. I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of the Franklin Castle. Anyone who's um, an enthusiast about any haunted history knows about the legendary Franklin Castle. So the Franklin Castle has a lot of history. And this uh, particular um, castle is located in Cleveland on Franklin Boulevard. It's um, on Teterman road right i think it off of tv yep. road mm-hmm. no, it, and it was mm-hmm. it is off of franklin franklin oh okay so yes, the off of franklin. franklin yeah mm-hmm. well how how scary it's, is that they got they got the name from the family the Peterman family but it's off of franklin so i guess that's why it came up to franklin castle and but you know what's also so crazy because Peterman was their last name. Yes, Peterman was their last name, so it's also Peterman. So they have like a lot of history up in that area because the, to have a street off of the first name and then mm-hmm. off of the last name as well, that's saying something. That's saying a lot. <laughs> well, um. You know, the family that used to stay there, now see, I'm going to butcher this man's name. Um, well, his name was Franklin, right? Wait, hold on. Yeah. His name? The house was built um, 1881, um, between the times of 1881 1883, um, by Richardson um, Architect um, for Tiedermann. Um, is his name Hans? Hannah's hands? I don't know. Hans Peter. And his, Hans his wife was named um, Louise. Louise. There you go. Okay. So Hans Peterman, um, I guess on January 15th, 1891, um, Peterman's 15-year-old daughter, uh, daughter, daughter, oh, my God, daughter Emma, <laughs> um, she died of diabetes. And then after that, it seems like all the deaths just started to happen. It just started going domino effect because his his spouse had passed, too, in in the house. Mm -hmm. 
So she passed in 1895. Then you go yeah. down the line, mm-hmm. and it's a distant family was in there. Yeah. And they were mother, dying, the too. grandmother yeah. died, too, right? She did. The grandmother died. Mm-hmm. And then so also, like, there were babies that, that died um, in there, too. Supposedly, yeah. Like, they never had an opportunity to live. Like, they buried them or like something mysteriously happened to them. Like no one ever got an opportunity to even know that they were born. Like these were unwanted children or something and they were buried like within the house. So there were a lot of deaths allegedly that happened in this house. This is what's documented. So I don't even know why I want to say allegedly, but so like, I'm just going to say it because I am. Um, well, Louise, she died. She died from what? Liver, liver disease. Liver cancer. Yeah, liver disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that has a lot of haunted history, and it went abandoned for a while. Then it was bought out. So now it's currently in a state where it is owned by um, a record label or something of that sort. So it's still up and functioning. I think that they even still do tours. Did you know a fun fact about it? You know, a famous actress husband, a a famous actress husband purchased the property before they renovated it out to the music studio. It was Judy Garland's husband before um, her last husband. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. That is scary and we want to say um um mr tiedemann he was a german immigrant too when yep. he came over so yeah oh wow i never knew so judy garland's husband purchased uh-huh. the home before who before, before the music it, studio because it was like in 1984 really mm-hmm Amazing. I never knew that. <laughs> wow. But you know what's so funny? People still say that um, because someone, I think, was it the one of the, the daughters? I heard it was one of the daughters who had um, died on the floor of the home, and, like, there's a blood stain that will never go away. Like, they try and try to, like, clean it up, but it always reappears on the floor. Yes. Yes, that's scary. Well, you know, when you get, into, when you get into haunted homes and Ooh. stuff happens tragically, that's what happens. I mean, could you only imagine being at a home? And I know I would move out. I, I would. I would, um, <laughs> I would be. I would move out. I wouldn't be living there. So I. I don't know how it would be because as soon as I see something comes up right and I I want to touch bases on a couple of house issues of mine oh, that I yeah. wouldn't stick oh, around yeah. for neither. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think we all have our stories just to be quite frank, you know. Um, yeah. So we definitely have something to share. Um, so the last place that we actually had an opportunity to go to was the, uh, what was the last one? The, um, the castle, um, it was, um, 
Squire's Castle. Squire's Castle, yeah. Squire's Castle, and it's part of the Cleveland Metro Parks now. Um, yes. Let's see here. Mr. Squire, who was the owner, um, well, and you know this one a little bit better than I do, so I'm going to let you take the lead for once. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this, this Squire Castle was um, – it's pretty much I heard of one one death at the Squire Castle, but it was a of a of a servant. He the allegedly he didn't die mm-hmm. there or his family member died there or yet, so they did not say. <laughs> but yeah. A servant was supposedly had passed there. And before they gutted it, that's when they were able to hear stuff. Now I don't think you can. I don't think I've heard of anything where anyone's heard anything because it's empty. It's nothing. There's nothing left. It's just the the, the outside of the building. There's nothing in the inside. So I don't think we're gonna get no paranormal activities off there. I didn't even get any vibes when I got there. It was yeah. just. But the Franklin Castle felt a little eerie around there. So me, I stayed in the car mm-hmm. because I felt a little eerie. Mm-hmm. It felt like it felt like something was watching you. If that makes sense, I don't know. Um, I just felt like something was watching from the house. Mm-hmm. Didn't see any windows opening or anything, any um, curtains or anything being opened, but it felt like something was watching me. So I felt uneasy and I did not want to get out of the car. Yeah. Before we go to this, the Squire's Castle, um, I do want to talk a little bit about the uh, Franklin Castle and just the environment. Uh, like around in that area, um, you can you just see like there's so many people in their houses where they have like um, – religious a lot of religious pieces outside their homes um they have them um just like on their porches uh different things like that like it's a lot of artifacts that have something to do with uh religion and um it's just really really eerie in that way like i i did and i i felt too like i i i try to look for um, to see if I see anyone peeking through their curtains because they say that, you know, you have people peeking through the curtains and things like that, but I didn't see anybody. Um, there were, you know, of course, this is owned by um, a record label now, so it's, it's probably people in and out of there or doing things in there. So, you know, um, of course, it's going to be, you know, vehicles occupying it. But just the whole surrounding area, it's like a lot of religion stuff around there, and I don't know if that's just to protect their energy or their surroundings um they keep all that stuff there i have no idea what that's from but it's it was a lot can you agree it was a lot of that i definitely agree i definitely agree it feels like it it was it it feels like it is a presence there i don't know i didn't want to go there at night i could tell you guys that much i didn't want to go there at night so like after yeah. like the we would have went, I think we would have. Mm-hmm. I think so. I really, really think so. 
Um, you know, my thing is I really don't want to see anything. Um, if something shows itself to me, I think it probably really would freak me out. I don't really try to get that stuff too much of my energy. So probably chances of them being able to show themselves to me probably won't be because I'm not looking for it. But it's just nice to investigate these things. So, <laughs> yeah. So with the Squire's Castle. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let's talk about let's touch based on the Squire Castle. Yes. So the, with the Squire Castle, um, so this is located in Willoughby Hills, um, Ohio. Again, it's part of the Metro Parks. If you go, the park is beautiful. The way that they have this this singled out castle just sitting on this little small, like not like a hillish type of platform, um, like a hillish type of part of the the, the park, is just amazing. I mean, it's a beautiful sight to see because it's just like so enchanting. It just like really captures you when you see it because it's like nothing like it. Like, why is this castle in the middle of this park? You know, that's the type of vibe that I get when I when I got there. It's like this is just so bizarre. Like, why is a castle? But it's just like so captivating, and you know that you know um, it's so captivating. People really find uniqueness in it because. They come, they take their portraits there. Like, they really, really, they enjoy this little artifact. Like, they really enjoy this architecture that's there. Like, they really enjoy this. And um, I've never seen it. um, It actually was my first time even hearing about it. So I was blown away. So what I did find out about it um, is that, the uh, building, the building, um, it was built in 1905. It it could have been a little bit earlier than that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it was occupied by um, Garth. Wait, no, I want. I'm gonna say it wrong. I want to make sure I get everything right. Who like that? It was built in the 1890s. Was it 1890s? Okay, sorry. Yeah. By, by Frigus um, B. Squire. Okay. And I hear his name, too. And what was the wife's name? So you have to help me a little bit on this. Okay. So as far as the wife's name, I don't even think that her name was revealed, they, right? I don't think they disclosed um, his wife's name. Well, see, I wanted to talk about her because the wife had, um, she actually, it's been reported. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was reported uh, that she and her lived in the house, but she was going around the house you know where the fireplace was at where we were at in that area mm-hmm. okay so she was she was there and she i guess was um just looking around and she seen a, a curtain or something move and she tripped and i guess she broke her neck or something like that and she ended up passing away um so that's the 
urban legend. I don't know if that's true or not. And they're saying that she roams around the castle and that you can see her at night um, if you're there um, when it's a little late and um, in the evening. Louisiana Squire. Okay. See? That's why two people doing the research and not one. Wonderful. (laughs) But, yeah, so it was said that she roams that area. And if you're there late enough that you will possibly see her. I don't know how true that is. Um, I didn't get the vibe of anything, but she's probably a really pleasant from there. I didn't get that type of vibe from there. But she's probably got Mhm. It's just so a little peaceful. Yeah, she's she's probably like a really nice sweet lady. That's probably why you didn't feel anything. You know, and then I mean, is there really a ghost there? You know, he could be roaming there. Mr. Squire himself could be there. I mean, who knows? Yeah. And when we got there, I just wanted to mention that we had seen um, someone was, it looks like they were doing like some type of seance or something. I don't even know. Like, but they were recording. Mm-hmm. It could have even been like a podcast or something like that, but they were definitely doing something in that sort. No, I think they were, and they they were they had their video camera and everything. It was very interesting, really interesting. Like they had a skeleton there, and it was just crazy. I'm like, what in the world is happening? Like you know, but I you kind of sense that something did go on there because it's drawing people to it, you know, and if these type of people are trying to do seances or like trying to conjure up these individuals that used to live here, you got to know that something else has happened, you know? It was very interesting, you know, very interesting. I've never heard of the Squire Castle until we went out, um, and I heard very little about the Franklin Castle also, so that was really refreshing to find out about that. Like, these are things that are in uh, close proximity to us, and then it's like you never really know about what's in your area and the rich history that it has until you start digging. So, I mean, it was really, really refreshing just to find out and um, to learn about these places. I really, really enjoyed myself. Um, I think that I would not mind going back to Squire's Castle again. I mean, guys, if you see it, it's a beautiful castle. Like, this is something looks like it's out of, like, one of those little fairy tale stories. Um, It's really beautiful. I mean, nothing's really in the inside. Everything's been gutted out, but it's just nice, a nice building. Like, it's just really something, the structure of it is just beautiful. Like, I see why people come out to spend time there. And, um, yeah, so if you have an opportunity, definitely check it out if you're in the Ohio area, the Willoughby Hills area. It's a sight to see. It's definitely a sight to see. And I will also put up pictures on the uh, Instagram um for um with this particular castle so that you guys can check out and you know, make sure you put up that one picture um of with the with the orbs oh no i'm not <laughs> going to just because of that because that's just ridiculous oh my goodness okay 
so, of course, you know, we saged everything. I saged the whole entire house because my son was saying, oh, you're back. You're bringing back these spirits and things like that. So he was freaking out and things like that. I staged the whole entire house. But I feel like, you know, if you don't give it energy, I don't know if, you know, you have anything to worry about. I didn't give it energy. So, you know, but I did sage. I staged everything. I even gave my sister some sage to sage her house. (laughs) (laughs) She did. That she did. And I appreciate it. Yeah. So I was hoping that we did more. But, I mean, we can also talk about a few more places or um, we can tell some stories, too. Like, I thought that maybe that would be nice to tell some stories. Like, okay, so I really don't have any hunted stories to tell. And thank God, because I feel like if I did, I probably would often freak myself (laughs) out and probably, like, you know, continue having to psych myself out. So I don't have anything. Um, nothing is exciting. I don't know. Oh, the only things I did have, remember when we were younger, we stayed, uh, we lived in a home where, um, I would always have these bad dreams. Like, and, um, I don't know, but, um, now I know, but you guys know where you have, um, I don't know if you've experienced it, but you have these dreams. You're so deep in the sleep that you're trying to wake up and you can't. It feels like something's holding you back. Sleep paralysis. paralysis. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I felt that often in this home when I would sleep. And fighting to get up and can't talk, can't speak, and, like, really trying to get myself out of the sleep, and I couldn't. And it was terrible I always feel really bad and like I would um feel feel really weird in this house and I think I might have seen some things like just like weird stuff like it was just crazy I don't know but I always felt sleep paralysis thank you for reminding me what it was because I was drawing a blank but I always felt like I had these many nights sleeping and now I know what they are I didn't know what they were when I was younger but I used to fight to get out of my sleep and I absolutely could not and this used to always scare me because I didn't I thought that someone was just holding me back in my sleep and then you know what if one day I just don't wake up because I'm 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 held too deep in my sleep it sounds silly but like it's really scary when you experience it so no it definitely is I have sleep paralysis in the house, too, where it used to force me. I don't know what the deal was. It used to force me to look outside of our room where it was the door opening. And our mother had used to put her coat and her hat on a chair. Mm -hmm. So at night, that looks like somebody sitting in the chair. And it used to always Mm -hmm. force me to look out there to where that mm. coat and that hat was, and I was young, and I was scared. So I did believe it was somebody out there sitting down in the chair, ready to turn Probably. around at any time. Probably. And this is a way for them to force you to look, because once they were ready to reveal them to you, like, oh, God, that gives me chills. 
and I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything about it because I was stuck. I couldn't move. Yikes! Could you being a kid, just... being a young kid, it's scary being at the bottom bunk. And we did have bunk beds. I remember that. <laughs> I remember it was that. scary, and that, that's when I had the experience. And I, I used to be terrified out my mind. It happened more than one time. So if you experienced sleep paralysis, and I did, it was definitely something present. It was definitely it something was present. Something, something was probably tormenting us. Something was present. Something was present for sure. I think that I, I can only imagine having that feeling of just like something really trying to get my attention. And as soon as like I really gave it energy or something, just turning around and revealing itself to me, I would have been freaked out. Like that's something that would <laughs> shake me. Shake me to my core. Do you hear me? Like, oof. no thank no, you. I totally, no, thank I you. totally agree. That's that's how it was for me when uh, mm-hmm. when that happened. But yeah. I stayed in houses where I've had issues. Yeah, speak on it. <laughs> so I so I I stayed in one house. It was me first moving out of an apartment, going into mm-hmm. a single family home. When mm-hmm. I first seen the house, I really liked it. I really thought it was right for me and my family. We all agreed on it. We liked it. We thought it was nice. We stayed there. I gave it about a few months. Then, as I was getting ready to go into my car for something i have to go i went up i had to go out to the side door so the side door is kind of like by the basement and up up above it is like my my daughter's room so i was able to hear but it i heard downstairs we had a pool table so i heard the cue balls going on the pool table so i assumed that it was, I tried to put it in my head that it was my daughter's plan with their cars. And it was, at this time they were into some Barbie dolls. And I assumed, I, I wanted to assume that it was their car rolling yeah. on the yeah. hardwood floor. But my boyfriend, he was in the house by himself. <gasps> and he heard the balls going too, the cue balls going too. So oh that's not a coincidence. So something was attached to that pool table, and my sister came over. We had a Halloween party for the kids. Oh, I remember she that. A, oh. She felt a bad energy because we had one area. It was like a finished basement. One area was towards, you know, for your laundry, and one was for your sitting area. So we were all in the sitting area, and we opened up the door to the laundry room because we was going to scare the kids in there. My sister said she felt a present in there and didn't feel good to her in there. So that was one incident. So there's a lot of things that happened in the house. I felt like I was pushed down my steps going from my room coming towards the living room because you know how when you feel like something forced you to go down and you're going so fast that you cannot stop? Yes. That's, that's what happened to me. My oldest daughter, she fell to the point down the steps on her on her bottom and it knocked the breath out of her. Right. It's just a lot of little incidents happen in that house. Well good to say we moved. Yes. 
<laughs> but doing God. our moving, moving process. <laughs> I would, you know what? Now that I knew that, I probably wouldn't want nobody to come over there. I probably wouldn't want to have the Halloween party because I think the energy probably was high that night too. Because now oh, yeah. you got you got multiple people in there, and then it's Halloween, and, oh, and yeah. I think that's probably why it was giving you that bad vibe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you know what? It's just like, and I think that the reason why nothing more was happening, because you didn't give it the energy. You I know? agree, and I'm, and you, I moved. I, <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, I'm happy about that, too. But I'm just saying, like, you know things really start to amp up once you give it energy. Once you yes. give it and you acknowledge it, like, it really starts to kick up, you know, the, their their presence. And that you didn't do it, you know, you didn't give it life. So it was like, oh, wow, you know, I know they know I'm here, but they just don't want to acknowledge me. So let me try to push her. Let me push the kid. This will get somebody's attention. But I'm so happy that you're out of there. Like, I mean, like, I didn't know what it was, but, like, you know what you feel. And, you know, you just can't really wrap your mind around it or your head around it. Like, and sometimes you just really don't because, I mean, I've been in a lot of spaces that have felt like a presence. Like, you know, I've been in places like that, and you're just like, I don't know what it is. And, I mean, these can be, like, public places. Like, you can be out and just in the day, and you just feel like a presence. Yes. Things roaming all around us, like in parks, when we walk, like everywhere, in the malls. Because you get people who pass away, they really in, enjoy these things that they did, that they might want to spend a lot of their time there. And you just never know, you know. And they probably dwell in some of these places, you know. And we still have some to explore. So, you know, it's, it's going to be really fun just to talk about them um, because, you know, it's movie theaters, the whole nine, where people enjoyed these places possibly and they just want to live there. They, they want to come back. They don't want to go, you know, and I can't believe that, you know. And, I mean, the people think, like, oh, it might just be a house that's haunted, you know, but somebody passed away. But come on, let's think about it. Let's think of how many murders happen outside. Let's think mm-hmm. of how many car crashes happen outside and, you know, things of that nature. And people linger in those areas. You know, and and then sometimes they venture around that that whole block or maybe that whole community. I mean, you just really never know. So I just say, people, keep your eyes peeled. You know, don't think that it's just in a home. You know, if you think you see something at the park, and then you you in the corner of your eye you turned around and it was gone, that just might have been something. You know, so don't second guess okay. it. But that was so weird. Like, it's so creepy, not weird, but just so creepy that that happened to you and that you experienced that. Because, you know, you always hear people, but never anybody that's, like, super close to you to even experience that. Like, when you were telling me that, I was getting chills, like, <laughs> to the bone. I was like, oh, this is, like, stuff that you hear other people talk about. Like, and you, you know, you're never ready for it to happen to you. But I think that, you know, we did experience something in that home. We both know what home it was together. Yes. And, um, you know, it. I think it was something there. 
station say it was just something there. Um, I was happy when we left, you know. I was. But it just <laughs> – but you know what? The the house that we moved into, did they have a Ouija board in the basement? You know what? I I don't know what they had going on there. I was don't that like remember. A game I, board or something? I know it was something in the basement. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. And I would run what it from was. the basement because yeah, because it used to be scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bright down there. Don't get me wrong, but this they had a. It was a storage room in this basement where, like, you can chain it off and lock it, like, right with doors or something, and you can yeah. store things in there. Um, but I don't think it was closed, though. It was open, right? It was It was oh. closed. It was, was closed. It closed? We, couldn't, okay. We, okay. we couldn't go in. Right. But, I mean, it was just creepy. Because then you have where the washer and dryer area was, and then you had this back section with these mm-hmm. doors that were like chain locked, right? Yes. Like with a with a lock, with a like a, a with a lock. They lock. Were, it, it had a lock on there as if we weren't supposed to go in there. Right. And that was always freaky and I would run out of there. I would run out of that basement after washing and things like that. And it's just like and 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 it's so I just like the fact that we had to um we had to wash clothes at that time because I wish I was a, a little kid at that time to get my clothes washed because I did not like going downstairs. Yeah, but you know what? And this is my thing. You know when you feel something, and then you know when it's not something. Like currently where I am now, my home. I can go down in my basement, and this is, I'm just going to tell you, like, I am really moving things around. Like, things are, we're trying to um, remodel things, and, you know, so everything is in a disarray. Like, we have things everywhere. And some places are more, like, things are pushed, getting ready to come out than others. And um, And I don't feel any type of way in my basement. You know, like, so I think that you will get a vibe in certain places where you know it's not right and then some where you know it's okay. Like, you know, so you I know when places are that, you know, I get a crazy, eerie feeling. Like, you know, I know those places like, mm, it's probably something going on here. Like, you know, you can feel it. You can feel the energy. And you can't quite put your finger on it, but you know something is taking place or something's happened or something, some type of energy is there, you know, not trying to really acknowledge it much, but it's just like, oh, I feel something, you know? And my no, kids I totally have told agree. me, yeah, my kids have told me something about this, this house. Like, um, I think on two occasions, like, um, to my, my daughter, she went into, uh, the bathroom and, um, she said that she seen, you know, it was a man in there, you know, like Ooh. she could only see from that waist, waist down. And my son that's, said the same thing. This one, I know <laughs> they said that they seen it on more than one occasion, um, you know, when they were younger. And I said, well, do you see anything now? They were like, no. But then, you know, my son, he also said he seen our mother. And he described her hair and everything to me. And he seen her in his room when he was younger. He described her to the T. 
And that blew me away because I think that um, I think that they probably both seen her. Um, But he and I think that and she my daughter never said anything about it, but um, my son did. But I know my mom, you know, I know our mom had a real strong love for boys. So I know she probably, you know, would just let him know like, hey, you know, I I'm, I'm here with you, you know. So he did tell me about that, and he was just like, she had on all white. That made me feel good because I felt like she's in a good place, you know. Yes. And he described her. He described her hair. He said it was not long. It was kind of, you know, short or whatever. And you know, her hair wasn't long like that. It was kind of like to her, maybe like to her ear, chin length, maybe almost. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and he was describing her to me. And he knew. So wow. I know. Isn't that amazing? I don't even think I ever told you that. Yeah. No, you did not. Mm-hmm. Yep. How and, did he um, feel he about said, He, he said he wasn't threatened it? or anything. He said he wasn't, he didn't feel threatened or anything. He said he felt okay. And he said he kind of knew it was somebody close. He said he just didn't know until he, we talked about it. And then, um, it was just like, yeah, I was like, and did I he show him picture, was, um, and he did he confirm from the picture? He didn't confirm it because I didn't get that deep with him, um, okay. because I didn't really want to scare him. Then I didn't really want. I just was like, oh yeah, I was like, did you know she had hair length like that and everything? And he was like, no, you know. Until I then he was like, yeah, yeah, that's what her hair looked like when I was telling him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So that was something. So that really made me feel like, okay, you know. I'm just saying, like, sometimes they, I mean, the kids when they're young, they do see more than we see. I think when we get to a particular age, you know, they know that we're not going to be ready to be in their presence at that time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was something. Oh, so that was an experience that happened around me, but it wasn't like nothing happened to me. I mean, that I was that was a oh, good experience. Oh no, yes it was. Yes it was. I had one other one dream when I had this when this is when Tori was going through her whole medical ordeal, mm-hmm. and I was so frustrated. Like many a days, I like I would be just trying to understand what it was that she was going through. And I'll never forget it. I smelled our mom's perfume go right past me. And I stopped because I was being a little too forceful and I was, like, really out of, like, my element. Like, I was really feeling like I couldn't handle it. And it was her way of saying, get it together. I felt like. And I knew um, the scent. Did that scare you a little bit? Because it made you no, like... because it it made me snap out of it. Because I was having a meltdown. <laughs> I was having a meltdown. I needed comforting, and it didn't freak me out because I would prefer that presence than to actually see her. I think that would be really difficult for me. Yeah. So I appreciate that one, but 
you know, I just didn't want to, you know, I wouldn't want anything else. But I appreciated that. And I knew I knew the sense. Like, nobody can tell me. I knew I knew the sense because it was the one little, remember the little burgundy perfume or something she used to have? I, I knew the scent. And I think it was like this little Avon perfume she had. Was it Avon or something? Yes, it was People love that stuff. Yeah. And I never forget it. Like, you know, so I knew that scent. And I was like, oh, let me calm down. I'm a little out of control right now. So so it's something, yeah, I did have an experience. I, I really didn't like, I just, I really never experienced you know, spoke of it as an experience, but I knew it was something that happened to me. But I just thought it was like comfort, comfort, you know, for me at that time. But it was an experience. That's what it was. Get it clear, girl. Intro, get it, get it together. You know? So, yeah. So I would say we have some pretty crazy stuff to happen to us. So we got stories to tell, right? <laughs> And we um, and we're still looking for stuff, right? <laughs> yes, I. You know, I was so disappointed. I couldn't that house I was looking at after the one uh, the one scary house. It was a it was another house. It was a house that we went to go and look at. House was pink. Everyone, <laughs> we <laughs> when we looked at it in the newspaper, you know they don't have any. Um, they didn't have any description or anything. They just told you how many bedrooms it was, and you know how much it cost in the area. So that sold us to go out there and look at it. But when we got there, because it was a nice location, nice school area, the house was pink. So this was a house you were considering. This was a house you were considering yeah. for leasing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes, that is absolutely <laughs> correct. It was we rolled we we rolled up in the driveway. It was pink, and then it looked it like something off of a scary movie. Like it looked it like that. It had an outhouse mm. in the back. The outhouse was a little bit condemned and a little bit old. Is it? It was a it lot of land like in the back. That sounds like something Wood. from Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, it did. Oh, the, the house in mm-hmm. the inside was creepy. And oh I guess God. whoever lived in the house before us, they took everything out their house, which they, they should do, besides this one picture that this little kid made. They said nightmares. If that oh, wasn't a sign for us to get out of there, we left. <laughs> I, and I didn't. Get out of there. <laughs> I, she was like, oh, you, uh, you can have it if you want it. And she was like, she called. I did not answer. Because how could you leave just that one picture? Uh, no, thank you. My thing, describe the picture, though. So it had... Describe it. So it had a man on there and a little boy. And a man had, like, black on or something. And a little boy was looking regular. And it had nightmares on it. Oh, my goodness. That's something you cannot forget seeing. You cannot forget seeing that. That's like something straight out of a horror movie. For one, it's That's, like it's a setup almost. Like it's like okay, you drive in a pink house for out of any a color, pink, house. pink, pink. Okay, it was pink. Oh, and then you have the audacity to have an outhouse. This is not the country, folks. This is the suburbs. Okay, let's let's be clear where it was located too. You know, it was it, located in the suburbs. People, you have an outhouse. <laughs> yeah. 
seriously? Like, like a lot of land in the back. It's just, it, it just all, it, only thing it was not a scary part of scary movie because we didn't accept the house. We left. Because oh the house did not make you feel welcome. And then especially going to the end of the house, it was like up in the attic. That, like, because it was a room up in the attic. That's where the mm-hmm. picture was as you was going up the steps. Oh, and it said nightmares. Man. I said, okay, that's it. We've seen yeah, enough of this house. Nightmares. We're getting out of here. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. You would have some serious nightmares had you stayed in there. Oh, yeah. We, we probably wouldn't have been standing there for a month because the house did not give good vibes. And then really, it really didn't give good vibes when it, when a little kid left their picture and it said nightmares. It wasn't Halloween or anything. It was just us looking for a house. See, that's the thing. When you're house hunting, it's just like crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, that was so terrifying. Like, seriously, if I had came across something like that, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I won't be picking you up on your offer. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care if you give it to me for a dollar. I absolutely don't care. Okay. Because this whole house has to go through a christening. I have to burn it, rebuild it, you know, and then still I don't know if I want to rebuild it. What is it buried on? You know, I mean, what is it built on? Like, you know, what's buried up under it? What's buried around it? You got an outhouse? Why? Why? Yes, it wasn't a garage. It was an outhouse, a little outhouse. Oh, my goodness. I am so that just gave me chills. I don't even know what the thing looked like. We were looking for it because I was so dying to see it so I could take pictures of it and post it up because this is frightening people. Like, this is what you don't want to come across when you're house hunting ever. So, in the area that it's in now, that it, it looks like now it, it's gone because they may yeah. have been able to sell it out because it's a it's a lot of commercial area over there now. It's like a lot of other mm-hmm. things over there now. So I think that they destroyed it, which they should have destroyed it before I even <laughs> went to go look at it because it was just yeah. that bad. That's scary. That's so scary. <laughs> I mean, you see, some of these things are the things that you hear about with other people, but it's like to experience it, to see it, it's just like, wow, you know. This is really happening. Oh, my gosh. Well, I had so much fun with you doing the whole ghost hunting situation. And I was, I'm was i so happy to hear your stories, too. Like, when you told me these stories, like, this is just chilling. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, from the stories I told you, too, it's like, oh, wow, you know, these things happen. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just nice to talk about it. You know, this is our season, you know. But before we go, I wanted to ask you, um, what scary movie, do you have a scary movie currently right now that um, it's a new scary movie or something that um, that you watched recently, like one scary movie that you feel like the audience listening would want to hear, I mean, want to hear, want to watch? Um, you know, my favorite guy is Freddy Krueger. So, you know, I'm always a Nightmare on Elm Street fanatic, so I would always recommend Nightmare on Elm Street. But It Follows is so under underrated. Like, nobody really 
pays attention to that movie and it's really good and the music is scary it is very scary it makes the movie very scary too because the music is any very new scary. movies any new movies um, I don't know the the new the new movies they they really haven't done it for me. I'm waiting for Candyman to come out within the next couple of weeks. Then I'll be mm-hmm. able to tell if Candyman would be another one to go see because I like the old one. So I want to see if the new revamp one is going to be just as good. Sounds good to me. I can't wait to see Candyman. I liked it. I I liked it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I liked. I liked. The um the original one, so that one was like something. So this one, I feel like it's gonna bring it too. So I'm excited, and I think Jordan Peele has some type of hands on with this uh project, so he's good for like Get Out and us. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I do have two movies now. You can listening. Um, so one is Antebellum. Now this one is kind of a horror and a thriller. <sighs> all in one so what's scary about it okay people what's scary about it how um how someone can be captured and put back into slavery in modern times this is scary now it's kind of <laughs> upsetting but it's it kinda is like, upsetting it's upsetting but it's a thriller and it's like a suspense and it's kind of like a it reminds me of um of it reminds me of us. Oh no, not us. It, yeah, us and Get Out, because the things that happen play with your mind so much, and it just it takes you on an emotional roller coaster, guys. But it's a little scary. It's a little thriller. It's a little suspenseful, and it it might trigger you. So just trigger warning, people. Like if you get triggered by, um things that have to deal or are dealing with slavery and, um, you know, things back when in Jim Crow time, like you might not want to really venture into watching this film. So, you know, but you were going to say something. What were you going to say about it? Go ahead. Uh, I wouldn't say horror. Mm-hmm. See, but it is definitely a thriller, though. It is definitely mm-hmm. a thriller. It, it's definitely mm-hmm. got a lot of suspense in it, but it kind of just saddened me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this it is, is a, it's a trigger warning. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, people, in advance, in advance, you know, you know. But here's the second movie that I wanted to recommend. It's on Shudder. It's called Spiral. I had the opportunity of watching this today. And this movie is so good. Like, it okay. is so twisted. Um, And I think the more, like, it's not gory, no horror, no stabbing, really all like that, right? But what's so good, it is, it is a thriller. Um, it is suspenseful. It's about a couple who's um, who's in a um, same-sex uh, partnership relationship, and they um, one of the the men has a daughter, um, has a daughter, and they move to this new town. This new town has some type of 
uh, cult going on where they select um, they they select a same sex couple, whether it be male or female, to come live um, in this home where they sacrifice them. It is so good. When I tell you guys need to watch it, it is good. It's called Spiral. If you have an opportunity, watch it. Shutter has been killing it with movies, though. I'm not even going to kid you guys. Like, I've been finding, yes, I've been finding some really good stuff. So, you know, if you guys can get on board with that, definitely. Spiral was a good one. Um there was another one. Uh, I can't think of it. But Spiral is the re- more recent one. Okay. So if you get an opportunity, definitely watch that. It is so good. It will keep you on the edge of your seat. And it's just really good. Really I good. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, yeah, you should. Thank me later. <laughs> you probably will have a different opinion. We'll talk about it on the next podcast. I'm pretty sure you have a different opinion about it. Like, really? Did you say it was what? No. I wouldn't say it's that. Let me tell you what I think it is. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to wait for it. You know, I live for horror. So, you know, I'm waiting. For, I'm right. I can't wait to watch it. So, if it does have a little scary little a little I'm bit in it, it, I'm going to like it. It does. Yeah. It has pop-up ghosts in it so it's gonna be good yeah like yeah so you you should like it well i want to thank you again for sharing this lovely horror podcast with me and we will be back people on the next podcast Uh, we'll have some good juicy stuff for the next one it'll be all things scary horror uh, just something to keep you on the edge of your seat so you're going to want to tune in so until next time, thank you for listening. Did you want to say something? No, I can't wait. I'm so excited. This is my time of the of the year. This is my yeah. favorite time of the year, so I'm excited. <laughs> we love this time of the year. Like we can literally talk on and on, people, but we won't. You know, at this moment, we we definitely could. We can keep you wrapped up for a long time. And if you are into it like we are, you probably are really enjoying this like we are. So hope you enjoyed. And till the next time. Um, Hope to see you back and stay tuned. Bye.